Hi, my name is Amir Mamdani, and I'd like to welcome you all to The River Rundown, a podcast produced by the Harvard Crimson, focusing on the state of Harvard athletics amidst the pandemic. On today's episode of The River Rundown, I sit down with Harvard women's squash co-captains Maddie Chai and Hannah Craig to talk about the team's sixth straight national championship, their experience captaining amidst the COVID-19 pandemic, professional squash aspirations, and taking a deeper dive into one of the most unique varsity programs on Harvard's campus. Thank you for listening. Thank you guys very much for joining me. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us, Amir. So obviously a very weird year for women's squash. I guess a pandemic is probably one of the few things that can stop you guys from winning national championships. But to start off, why don't you tell our listeners, you know, a little bit about yourselves, maybe where you're from, when you started playing squash, schools you attended, just a little bit of background about each of you. Maybe let's start with you, Hannah. Yeah. Um, So I grew up in Northern Ireland. I started squash when I was um, roughly about eight years old. Um, My whole family played um, and were very into it. So tagged along. And from there, I sort of mostly played for Ireland and around Ireland up until I was 17. And then um, a very kind man uh, called Rory Gillen. Um, shout out to him. He sponsored me to kind of play all over Europe. And from there, I, I just was traveling while balancing school, managed to get like a European ranking of highest at two, uh, then got recruited. So uh, all happened very fast. Um, loved loved playing in Ireland and Europe and um, yeah, good memories there. Yeah, so I'm from about like 45 minutes outside Boston. Both my parents played squash. They actually met because they were doubles partners. And they would always just bring me and my sister to our club and kind of just throw us on a court. So I think I played my first tournament when I was nine years old and have just been playing competitively ever since. I got to number one ranking in the U.S. when I was under 17. Never really thought I'd go to Harvard just because I'm from Boston. But when Harvard asks you to come, you can't really say no. And, you know, I'm always interested, you know, when talking to people at our squash program who, you know, obviously a lot of success on both the men, but especially the women's side. You know, when you when you come into contact with people at Harvard, do you find that like most of them are familiar with squash or like know squash and know the rules or or, or is it, you know, do, do you get met with a lot of blank stares? I'm just curious about what that experience is like for you guys. Lots of people definitely don't know. The common response is, is that like indoor tennis pretty much. Um, it's definitely mostly people from the Northeast in my experience that know what it's like because it's not a very spread out sport across the country it's mostly just in new england at least in the u.s that makes sense that i I feel like that that lines up with 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 my experience as well before we get into kind of too much of the harvard stuff hannah you talked about you know being from ireland and and i understand you have a bit of a uh history of kind of involvement on a, on a national level with them. And I was wondering if you would maybe share a little bit about that and how you got involved and what that's been like. Yeah, definitely. So when, when I was growing up, there weren't many men sort of playing and, or there were a lot of men, but not many women that I could train with. So I grew up playing with my brothers and a lot of guys at the club. And I ended up sort of kind of trying to play at a higher level. So 
I played seniors, was, was traveling with the Irish senior team from, from 17 years of age right up until I kind of came to Harvard, managed to, to win the Irish senior nationals in 2017. Definitely consider kind of the pro-life um, coming into college, just kind of being this like small fish in a big pond in Ireland. Um, but when I came here, it was such a great experience to finally be surrounded by really competitive females and that team environment, which helped me grow a lot for sure. And what's that like kind of representing, I don't know, like on a, on a national level, is that a cool experience to kind of, I don't think there are many people at Harvard who have that experience. And I guess I'm curious, you know, how that feels from, from, from kind of an emotional perspective. Absolutely. No, honestly, you couldn't beat it. I think kind of carrying, carrying the Irish flag and representing your country is something I'll always uh, keep with me and on aim to do for sure after college. It was, yeah, unbeatable and, and such an honor, honor for me. And, you know, that's, that's fantastic. I guess to talk a little more kind of on a stateside basis. So you guys are the co-captains of the team and, and elections were held after the prior season. So um, kind of the entirety of your guys' captaincy has been amidst the pandemic. And I guess kind of maybe starting with you, Maddie, I'm curious, like, you know, what that like, what's that like? Maybe like taking us back to like when you guys were elected and maybe what you were expecting or obviously a lot of confusion, a lot of questions, and then maybe talking a little bit about, you know, what it's been like over the last year, kind of trying to stay together, you know, from a kind of mental and emotional perspective for the team. Yeah, it's definitely been different than a normal captaincy, obviously. I think going in when we were elected, we thought like everyone else that we were going to come back and have a normal season. So the main priority for us during the summer was just staying together, making sure people were playing squash. So we would do a lot of virtual workouts over Zoom and had the group chat pretty active. We're planning things for the year. And then when we found out we weren't going to have a season, we kind of obviously we were disappointed, but we still wanted to make sure we were all connected. So we still have a pretty active group chat. We make sure to stay in touch. We're kind of spread out across the country. There is people in England. There is our teammates are still in Egypt playing right now. So definitely not a normal year. But I think we've we've definitely done our best to keep everyone connected. We still meet up in person for the people that are in the area now. But yeah, definitely a weird experience. Hannah, would you say that pretty much lines up with, you know, your perspective on it? Wondering, you know, what it's been like for you guys as, as individuals trying to be captains of a team that, you know, isn't together and, and how ch- much more challenging that is than a normal season. Yes. No, I think both Maddie and I, you know, be, being captains, something we were really looking forward to um, and definitely disappointing not to be able to execute it in the way that we imagined um but trying to stay positive and and keep everyone and close so we can keep that legacy going on of of the strong culture that that's been established and that other captains have established in the past you touched on the legacy of harvard women's squash which if you follow sports at harvard you would have to be living under a rock to not know about (laughs) but yeah i mean i guess to go back to kind of last season and 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 the your, your guys' prior, th- you know, three seasons. Last year, you guys won your sixth national championship in a row. Is that correct? Sixth in a row. Maybe take us a little bit through kind of last, like the emotions of like just the period of time in which, if my recollection is right, you know, I think 
you guys won nationals and there were individuals. And then, you know, it was like a week or two prior to being sent home. If that, can you maybe take us back kind of through what those kind of weeks were like for you guys, maybe starting with uh, you, Maddie? Yeah, there's always a month where it's just super crazy for us. We have our tough matches. We have Penn Princeton weekend and then we have team nationals and then individuals where a couple of the girls go. So obviously there's there's a lot of hype around it. And it was definitely a crazy month because we had nationals and then we went down to individuals and one of our teammates won individuals as she did the year before in freshman year as well. So it was super exciting for us just to be there and obviously had some great wins. And then two days after individuals, we all got kicked off campus. So lots of emotions going there, <laughs> but was glad that we were able to finish our season and we were able to finish on a high note. You're talking about Gina Kennedy, right? Who's won, you said, three individual championships in her time at Harvard. Is that right? Yeah, she's a legend. And she is playing professionally, is that right? Yeah, she's crushing it right now in England. Um, I think it's tough at the pro level because kind of tournaments are here and there with COVID, but she um, has had crazy wins. She's beating top 20 players. She beat the number six in the world at, at one point in a challenger series. So she's uh, definitely making us look good on the pro pro skills, as well as Sabrina Sobey, who um, graduated the year before she uh, came into the top 20 ranking. So just really great to see how well they're doing. And if, you know, if memory serves, there's kind of a cool storyline for the individuals last year because it was two of your teammates. Is that, is that right? Yeah. And Gina had played Amelia in the semis. So there's three Harvard girls in the individual se- individual semis. Very cool. And I guess for you guys as captains, you know, of um, of the team, like Hannah, you talked about having professional aspirations, you know, prior to coming to Harvard. And I'm curious to, to to ask if those are still if those are still present. But what's that like to kind of see former teammates, former captains, kind of be, you know, making their mark on like women's professional squash? And you know, it's obviously a, an expanding sport. And I'm I'm wondering kind of what what that experience is like, even just like on a personal level kind of seeing, you know, people, you know, so intimately have such success, uh, professionally speaking. Yeah, definitely. I I think, I mean, I would have grown up kind of watching players like Sabrina Sobey and Gina Kennedy do really well in juniors and kind of enter into the pro before college. And I looked up to them so much. So seeing, being able to play with them and seeing them now, I'm just so sort of in awe of how well they're doing. And as a player, kind of having those aspirations and everything it's it's been inspiring and um definitely helped my game and I think many others on the team who can look up to those players and who we have other players trying to go pro like Amina Yusri and Hannah Motaz so I think it's just a great atmosphere to be surrounded by constantly at college. Is that still you know something you think you're interested in or you think you that kind of desire has maybe you know faded more in your time at Harvard to put you on the spot here? Yeah, no, definitely kind of up in the air. I think with COVID, as I said, definitely want to play for Ireland and, and keep playing because it's it's a sport I love and will, will always love. You know, Maddie, I, I can I can direct this one to you. You talked about you guys having won six consecutive national championships, which really, like, you could say that out loud a couple of times, and I still don't think 
you know, people will have a full appreciation of what that means when that's, you're talking about, you know, a legacy beyond just someone from freshman to senior year winning every year, but two years beyond that. Did you get, you guys also set another record this past season, right? For um, most consecutive matches won, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like pressure, is pressure the right word, or kind of these high expectations that are placed, you know, on your guys' shoulders that kind of the only, you know, acceptable result is to win? Or do you think that, you know, you view it in a more positive, different light than that and, and it, it ends up being motivator? But I'm just curious about kind of the psychology of being on a team with that expectation. Yeah. I mean, I I think you always have this expectation that you should be winning. I mean, all the other teams that you're playing don't really expect to win when they're playing against you. And your coaches are always, our coaches keep keep us humble. They make us do a lot of mental work and mental prep before. Um, and I don't think they put a, a lot of emphasis on winning. They more just focus on us playing our best. And I mean, going into matches, you always have that in the back of your head a little, but I think it's definitely a motivator because you want to keep the streak going. You want to make your teammates proud. You want to make your coaches proud. Do you agree with Do you agree with that perspective, Hannah? Yeah, definitely. I think Maddie couldn't have said it better. And even though we have that pressure and expectation, we always have, as Maddie said, in the back of our mind that this could be the one where if a couple people lose or if for some reason someone get injured, is injured or sick, um, you never know what can happen um, on the day. So Mike definitely and Mike looking to me definitely keep us on our toes and keep us working hard. Obviously, your guys' captaincy has been, you know, a, a strange one, an unprecedented one. And you guys are both planning on graduating this spring. You know, I'm curious about how you feel the future, kind of the future of the team and how, you know, the kind of the optimism you feel that these remarkable achievements, you know, chasing a seventh straight national championship, expanding on the all-time record for undefeated matches, what kind of confidence and hope you have for the women's squash program kind of moving forward without you guys and as you guys move into the ranks of kind of the graduated players and people that we've spoken about. Yeah, I would say, I you know, every year there's kind of the the notion to say, oh, this this one, this team might not be as strong. Um, and we, we've heard that many times before. And I think the the kids coming in uh, for the next class and those we have now are just so determined. The work ethic's really there. And I think hopefully the the culture that has been built will will continue on. So I'm very excited to see how the the girls manage to do moving forward. And I think I'm very strong players who I think are going to do, do great, hopefully. Yeah, we have a really good class of freshmen this year. One of the freshmen actually played pro before she came to Harvard and still plays pro tournaments. And then we have a great round of recruits for next year as well. And I think what sets our team apart from other teams is that we do have a really good culture. I mean, some of the other teams we know definitely have some fractures, but I think what makes us different is that we all actually do really want each other to win and do our best. And I think that's more motivating than, than most other teams. You talked about recruiting classes to come and obviously, you know, in a normal year as captains, I, I think one of your main objectives would be kind of helping the team from like a collective, you know, social perspective, get to know each other, helping the freshmen kind of acclimate, 
what's that process been like, given the fact that I know you talked about it in a general level, but I'm curious if you could talk specifically about, you know, these recruits that you have, whether the ones who are supposed to be freshmen or the ones who are coming next year or who are freshmen, like, what's that like? Are they doing classes? Are they enrolled? Like, just kind of what that experience has been like to try and kind of integrate them into the team, if you will. Yeah, the three freshmen now, I think they're all on campus in the fall. So they've been able to be together and they were able to go to the courts and were practicing. They had to solo with masks on, but they were still able to go to the courts and play and go to the gym together. And they're definitely a close group. And then I think some of the older girls I know, I knew all of them before because they're American and they are pretty, they were, they seamlessly entered the, entered the team. We had, we have some nice team dinners sometimes and we all get along very well and they seem to be doing really well at Harvard. You know, I think the squash team is probably unique in the sense that you guys have players who are coming from just all over the place in a way that I, you know, you know, I know the men's team has, you know, players from the U.S. and Canada, same with hockey, but I think the squash team is probably unique in that sense. And I'm wondering maybe, you know, as an international player yourself, Hannah, maybe you, you can take this first, but kind of what's that like and what, what does that kind of do for the team, culturally speaking? Yeah, so I would say having such an international team is great because if you yourself are coming from a different country, you have a whole array of people who have gone through the same thing or are going through it. Whereas in the wider Harvard network, a lot of people are, are from America and it's, they'll know people at Harvard. So having the team there who can comfort each other and be there for one another during that time is really special. Another thing too is it's great to just learn so much from people who've grown up in very different cultures and, and ways of life. It, it teaches you a lot about the world and um, on, a, on a personal level. So I think, think it's, it's really special and something I love about our team. And Maddie, you know, as, as one of the Americans on the team, you know, what's it been like to have teammates, whether it be from, you know, Ireland or, you know, England or Egypt or, you know, wherever else, what, what's that been like for you? Yeah, I mean, obviously in the U.S., squash is a pretty homogenous sport. So I think it's really great to have people from all over the country. I mean, I know I've definitely learned a lot from my British teammates, my Egyptian teammates. I think it's really interesting, though, because I didn't really know that much about playing squash in Europe or in Egypt. I've only known it in an American context. So it's just been really nice to learn from my teammates and learn um, more about like their experience with squash and where they're from. Yeah, and I'd also say just quickly with that is even on the court, um, it's quite interesting. I mean, different players have different um, sort of have, we've all learned different ways of playing. So, uh, you know, the Egyptians have such good hands slotting in nicks and crazy shots, whereas the, the Brits are keeping it down the line and um, really kind of simple, simple, straightforward. So to kind of mesh all of those together and watch it is is really fun and, and interesting. You know, I think another unique kind of distinguisher about the squash program is you guys share coaches, right? So you guys in the men's program have the same coaches. And obviously the men's program has achieved some success of its own over the past couple of years. But I'm wondering kind of, you know, is that like, what's that like? And how does that work, whether it's with practice or just generally like with matches and how when you guys are playing at the same time and kind of just explain to people who maybe aren't as familiar with squash what that's like. 
Yeah, I think having the same coaches definitely makes our team unique. Every Wednesday, we have practice at the same time as the guys. So a lot of the times you can play with the guys in the same court. And that's definitely fun because girls and guys play differently. And it's definitely fun to mix it up every once in a while. And then also whenever we travel, we travel on the same bus and we travel together. So a lot of our close friendships are with the guys team and it's fun just to have been with them so closely for the past four years. Do you feel like that's a unique kind of thing within the squash program where you guys are maybe closer than the kind of the men's and women's programs of other sports? Anna, do you think that that's like a, and an, has been a neat part of your experience? I mean, I, I've heard from, from other teams that, you know, they maybe don't speak to the men's team or have very little interaction with them. So I do think uh, that's something that that's unique on our team and the, the coaches do a great job of kind of fostering that um, communal atmosphere at the courts. And it, it's been, as Maddie said, just really great to have not just your own team, but a whole other men's team to, to kind of experience all of these things with. I guess to kind of wrap things up, it's been a really unique year. Obviously, it's been, we've touched on this, it's been an incredibly odd captaincy for both of you. But can you just kind of maybe end today by talking a little bit about what it's meant to you to be kind of a, a member of this Harvard Women's Squash program? Just such an incredibly accomplished group with, you know, six national championships straight, setting the record for most matches won. You guys were both part of a season where no one, no player lost a match within a season. You guys both played on that team. Kind of just what that, has meant to you guys as, as people more than anything else. Yeah, I guess coming into Harvard, you know that it's the best team in the country, but you don't really think of that when you're on the team. You're kind of just playing with your friends and you're you're winning matches and it's fun. You don't really consider the the legacy of it or the implications. And I think especially this year, now that we haven't had a season, it's weird that being a varsity athlete and being such a competitive athlete has been a big part of your identity and now you don't you don't have that anymore but just really glad that over the past four years we've been able to continue the legacy and hopefully have had a positive impact on our teammates so i'd say as graduation approaches i i think about you know just how grateful i am um to have been a part of the harvard squash program um you know for, Coming, coming from Ireland, not many people come to America, never mind Harvard. So it's been amazing. And the people on the team, the coaches, the alumni, uh, just such great people. And, and um, it'll, it's a four years I'll, I'll never forget, that's for sure. Well, I think that's a great place to, to kind of leave things. I appreciate you guys taking the time. Thank you for listening to the third episode of The River Rundown from the Harvard Crimson. This has been your host, Amir Mamdani, with guests Maddie Chai and Hannah Craig. This podcast is edited by Zing Ji. Our next episode will release next week on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be sitting down with Major League Baseball pitcher Brent Suter to discuss his career at Harvard, his experience with the Milwaukee Brewers, and his passion for the environment and Earth Day. Thank you for listening.